The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your recap episode for this week's Phoenix Open. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. KP, we are battling Usher right now. How do you think we'll do? Well, it's it's a big day for Taylor, is <laughs> is all I have to say, right? Um, we're guaranteed that one Taylor is gonna get a gonna get a victory. Uh that Taylor in Phoenix in Scottsdale is Nick. And the way that he got there was via a playoff with Charlie Harmon. KP, let's set this up a little bit. These two began to separate themselves from the rest of the field in the uh, final few holes of the fourth round. Nick Taylor makes birdies on 15 and 16. Charlie Hoffman was posting and waiting. And Nick Taylor, in regulation, had to make a birdie on 18 to force this thing to a playoff. And sure enough. He does. I, Rick, I'm convinced if they play 18 another 20 times, he makes birdie every time. I mean, is is Nick Taylor a badass? What I love about Nick Taylor and the, the amount of evidence is growing, the putts that he hits in high-pressure situations look like he is just on the practice green man. I mean, they go in with pace in the heart. They are confident strokes. It, it, there is no... Just there is nothing but confidence in that in that. Story. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I actually felt that going into the second uh, the putty had on this on the second playoff hole. So the third time he played 18, I guess it was the fourth time he played 18 on the day, but the third time in the in the final round, so to speak. And it just felt like he was going to make it right. I don't, I don't know. It, what was it like 20 feet, 18 feet, something like that? It was officially uh, not that far. Nine feet, six inches. No, the second one? Oh, I'm sorry. In the playoff. My bad. It was officially 11 feet, five inches. I think that was the one he walked in. The the last, the, sorry, the last one that he had. The one that won it. Was 11 feet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, still, I mean, that's not a, that's a 35% putt, something like that. And it just felt like, this is for sure going in that that's the feeling that you get with him. And, uh, I mean, he was impressed. He was <laughs> to, to birdie three, the last four to get in the playoff. And then both in the playoff, it was, um, I, I, I felt bad for Charlie Hoffman. I, I had forgotten that Taylor shot 60 in the first round. Mm -hmm. 
went back and was looking at it. I was like, oh yeah, he shot 60. Cause that was kind of the weird uh, Thursday into Friday deal. I felt bad for Hoffman because it, I think it probably meant more to him just at the stage of the of his career that he's in. Um, he's playing on a money exemption or a career money exemption. He's 47 to get back into the majors would have been a really big deal. And, uh, but Taylor, I mean, Taylor's awesome. Like he's, he's super impressive. I, I feel like I've really grown in respect for his game and the way he carries himself uh, just from, even from the Canadian open last year and, and on into this year. Yeah. He didn't go away at this event last year. He was in the mix almost almost stole this thing when it was a, a signature event and then here he goes out and wins at another playoff this is nick taylor's fourth career pga tour victory first since last year's rbc canadian open the 72 putt in the uh, 72 foot putt in the playoff to beat tommy fleetwood the ensuing tackle of adam hadwin etc <laughs> that is the last time and nick taylor nick taylor definitely the best canadian in the world right now right yeah Con connor's has dropped off connor's get him out of here nick taylor or uh, Adam Hadwin, get him out. Taylor Pender, yeah. no way. Yeah, I mean, he, who, who else besides those four is there? Michael Gligic. Mm. <laughs> How like, old is Taylor? Like 33? Nick 30? Taylor is currently 35. 35, okay. So, I mean, he. I think the interesting thing about Nick Taylor, Rick, and we don't need to spend a, a, like two hours on this, but he, he's been... He won the Sanderson in 2014. He won Pebble. He won Canada. I mean, he he's had like a, a kind of a low key, really good career. You know, um, obviously this is uh, by field strength. I'm sure his biggest win Canada probably means more. But this is big time to to beat Scheffler, JT, Spieth. Look at the guys that are in the top top 15 there. Sahith. And then Hoffman shooting 64, 64, and he just went out and took it from him. It was, it was, it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Always tough when you beat the rest of the field by three shots, like Charlie Hoffman did, and then yeah. does not get, you know, does not get the trophy for it. So Hoffman was looking for his first victory since the 2016 Valero Texas open. It would have been his fifth PGA tour victory. I thought it would have been great KP for the guy. We were just talking about you taking the photo in the trash truck, <laughs> get the trash man at the trash event with the W, all that fun stuff. It, it would have been a perfect day. Yeah, the tough of grass from two years ago, the the Instagram post that he had about live and which which he like recanted four hours later. I mean, just stand, stand, by, stand by it, Charlie. If you're going to say it, stand by it. The trash truck was beep. It was yeah, it was beeping as it backed up, but. Yeah, I mean, look, like it, it like I, I thought the ending it's always cool to see those guys with their families because it's very humanizing to see this. I think one of his daughters was like kind of crying after he lost, and you're like, man, that, that would have been but it was cool for Taylor too. I don't I don't know. I just it felt like Rick at and Josh just said this in the chat, it felt like for the last I I was so sure that Charlie Hoffman was gonna win for the last like two hours, you know, as soon as he kind of put Scheffler away and or Scheffler a little bit faded and you're like okay well that was kind of that's kind of it right and Taylor just coming around turn four hot and uh and catches him and you kind of felt bad for him because because Taylor's performance will sort of overshadow what I thought was a really clutch and impressive uh Charlie Hoffman performance as well 
Speaking of coming in hot, remember there was a third round to finish on this Sunday and Scotty Scheffler played holes nine through 13, all five of them in five under this morning, added two more birdies at 16 and 17, got himself into the mix and KP, it looked like Scotty was going to take this thing. He starts his fourth round with four birdies in his first five holes. He makes the turn in 31 and then... The putting troubles pop up. He misses mm. a couple of shorties. He loses momentum. He limps to the finish line. He finishes T3. I mean, different week, same story. First in approach, second off the tee, first tee to green, 44th in putting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just, I, I, Rick, every time I looked up today, it felt like I was watching him putt from 10 feet. Yep. Every every time I looked at the TV, I was like, oh, Scotty's got another 10-footer. He hit, I swear, every hole that he played, it, I think he hit the closest shot on every single hole. Like, they would just, and just oh, my God, Scotty stuffed another one. Stuffed it, w- it looks like he has the most control over his iron, short iron shots of anybody. I mean, he does, right? Like, just from statistically. But you just watch him hit, and it looks weird. But he had he had one shot out of the bunkers today. It was like a fairway, but not really a fairway bunker because it was probably one twenty. I guess it's a fairway bunker. That would also count as a fairway bunker. It, it was closer than like when I hear fairway bunker, I'm thinking three wood. It, it was like a pitching wedge or nine iron. And he just it's like on a string. I mean, he just can he can control like I, I feel like when his when his club face hits the ball, he's hitting it exactly where he wants to on the club face every single time. It's extraordinary, and he's now finished in the top 12 of PGA Tour events, I guess worldwide events, because Hero's in there, 25 of the last 29 starts that he's had. Top 12. He's sick. He's truly sick. Also, um, you know, he's been working with a new putter, working kind of with a little bit of a new stroke. Round one, gains strokes to the field with the putter. Round two, he gains. Round three, he gains. Round four coughs up nearly two strokes. So maybe that, that, I mean, it makes sense that stroke when things get under pressure like that, that's where you're going to find flaws in your game. Yeah. It felt like, uh, what did Hovland win last year? Late was it BMW? Yeah. He went BMW. Then he went tour championship. So it felt, it felt like when Hovland shot 30 on the back at BMW or whatever it was and Scheffler just missed so many putts, he, he was kind of in control there. That's what, that's what today kind of felt like down the stretch. Uh, we'll get one more guy, and it's your choice. Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas. Where do you want to go? Uh, I, let's go JT, because both you and I were pretty pretty high on him this week. Justin Thomas closes his weekend with a 70-68, round three, round four. Uh, kind of treads water for most of his fourth round. He goes out in one under, but immediately gets the even par after bogeying hole number 11. He does make three late birdies, but by that point, it is uh, much too little, much too late. His weekend rounds were not nearly as good as the rest of the week. Yeah, I guess my, my question... I'm getting the call. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to go, you go ahead. I'm going to finish this up on my own. Good we'll luck. see you, Rick. See ya. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up 
to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I guess my question for Rick, uh, which is a question for me now, is was this an encouraging week for for JT because it started off so well. I, I just off the top of my head, I think it was 68, 65 to start. And you're like, man, he's in, he's in position to, um, to win, to, to go out and win this. Right. And, uh, he did fade over the weekend, but I, I think I'm still encouraged. The numbers are there. He was six from Tita green on the week. Uh, I, I felt like he lost a little juice on his approach play, uh, over the weekend. I don't know if we have those numbers producer Josh, but he didn't hit the ball as well in terms of giving himself scoring opportunities on, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, but I, I, I just think it's been so consistent over the last several tournaments that I'm super encouraged going into Florida, the Florida swing, I guess we got Riv and then Florida swing and then, and then the majors, I think he's really positioned well, um, to, to make some noise over the next couple months. So, uh, yeah, producer Josh says he lost strokes in, uh, in approach play in, in the final round. So yeah, that's all we got on, on players. I don't know. Are we, are we throwing out best bets here? Producer Josh? Yeah, here, let's, let's go best bets. Okay. So, uh, we did, we did okay here. Uh, JT Poston missed the cut for me. He was my top 20. I felt good. I felt good about that going in, uh, did not work out, but we hit our other two finishing positions. Tom Hoagie, top 20, Siwoo, top 20, uh, <laughs> Patrick's matchup, which was not a matchup at all, was Travis Kelsey first TD of the game. I think the Niners scored that. I've kind of been in and out with the with the football game, or Shuffler wins, <laughs> which did almost hit. I had Cam Young over Adam Hadwin. Cam Young was kind of in the mix to win, uh, and then Rick had Emiliano Grio over Ricky Fowler. Uh, Fowler's been kind of low-key not very good over the last several months so something to keep an eye on there outrights uh closest was probably both of mine i guess with jt and sam burns adam scott was up there kitayama was kind of in it uh sam burns finished t3 at 20 to 1 that would have been uh that would have been a good one but did not hit any outrights for rick me or patrick uh i think we have best bets as well uh, i was incredibly frustrated about mine uh first of all rick had jake knapp top 30 plus 275 that's sweet 
uh, it looks like he didn't get credit for it in the in the betting performance there though but i actually changed mine late it it also didn't hit uh we have listed here jt top 10 that didn't hit but i changed it to jt and scheffler top 10 uh which was plus 300 scheffler obviously nearly wins the tournament he finishes t3 and then jt finishes one stroke out of the top 10 he finished t12 uh late there so that was frustrating and then patrick had siwoo adam hadwin and adam scott to make the cut siwoo and adam scott played very well adam hadwin uh, missed the cut which was great for me because i had cam young over adam hadwin uh not great for patrick's positivity parlay because uh adam hadwin did not make the cut so that's our best best we'll have the 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 net uh updated for uh, Tuesday show, which will be back. Uh, big, big tournament. If you haven't heard next week at Riviera, let's look at uh, one and done uh, to close this out. Uh, producer Josh, big time. Sam Burns. I don't know how much he earned, but that puts him up. He probably earned four hundred or something like that. That puts him up to five hundred and ten k. That puts producer Josh up to one point three. I had JT. I didn't get as much out of that as I would have liked. Uh, and then we had a couple others here. Kurt Kitayama. That was actually a pretty good pick from Craig because he finished uh, inside the top 10. Rick had Sam Burns. Another good pick. All of these kind of hit. Patrick had Adam Scott. That was a good pick. Uh, and then Mark also had JT. JT actually turned out to be probably the worst value considering um, how big of a, you know, like how good he is. He's, a, a, you know, ostensibly a top eight guy and he only got 184K out of it. So, uh, not bad, but uh, I was hoping for more, especially after the 68-65 start. Uh, Adam Scott got 246K. So uh, the worst, I guess, was was JT, which is pretty incredible considering how bad we were for uh, for Pebble. So uh, not not bad there for the one and done. Um, one person out of, I think we have 950 in our, uh, our first cut one and done pool had Nick Taylor. So congrats to whoever that was. Apparently you paid attention to last year's Phoenix open. Um, that's it for, uh, for Phoenix open week. It was, uh, it was, it's been a, we didn't, Rick and I didn't really talk about this, but it, it's been a really weird year in that Nick Taylor is the second shortest odds so far this year uh, to win a tournament uh, of, of guys that have won. And he was 120 to one. Wyndham Clark was the shortest at 90 to one last week. I mean, it's been the year of the sort of the long shot on the PGA Tour. So that continued this week. Awesome finish, though. It got sort of drowned out by uh, Chiefs Niners, uh, Scotty fading, but uh, it still didn't it didn't take away from the golf. It was a really, really good uh, ending. And uh, we're on to Riviera. Should be an awesome week. Tiger. Another signature event into the West Coast swing. Riv always rocks. And uh, we are we're looking forward to covering that. So we'll be back Monday with the show, Tuesday with the show, and then on into the, uh, the post-round recaps next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Kyle Porter. Rick had to uh, depart for CBS Sports HQ, but you can follow him on Twitter at Rick Run Good. I'm at Kyle Porter CBS. Thanks to Josh, producer Josh. Uh, running the ones and twos. He always does a great job, a thankless job, but uh, a great job nonetheless. So we will catch you guys next week for Riviera. 